Well, 49er fans, I hope you had a great Christmas morning because it's been a pretty rough Christmas night, and I really don't know how. It's kind of impressive that there is still an actual football game underway here. The 49ers, when they're back from commercial break of this two-minute warning, are going to be on the goal line. The amount of things that need to go well for the 49ers base is, is like everything. They need to have the most perfect two minutes of football in the history of professional football to even think that they could be back into this game. It has been Ravens in just about every single conceivable way it could be the Baltimore Ravens to the point where Brock Purdy could come back into this game, but I don't believe we are going to see him in this game because of the current state of the 49ers offensive line, both Trent Williams and Aaron Banks are out of this game. There's been a huge reshuffling. There isn't another reserve offensive lineman remaining for the 49ers, so hopefully they can make it through at least two minutes here. But, I, I mean, this has just been a thorough beatdown in every conceivable way. And I guess the, you know, the silver lining is it still technically a football game if something happens like on the next play and then the most amazing defensive series, possibly a defensive touchdown. You still got some timeouts left here. So there is still something to talk about in this football game as the Niners line up for a third and goal play from the two-yard line. And uh, like I said, it's a patchwork offensive line, and Sam Darnold just got sacked to set up a fourth and goal. So now truly... Uh, multiple Christmas miracles will be the only thing f saving the 49ers from what is really a beating even worse than what the scoreboard says because along the way of losing this game, the 49ers became their own worst enemy. They truly have. They, 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 you know, a, a three-turnover half, a four-interception game with at least... I mean, three or four other interceptions just left out there. I mean, the Niners could have turned the ball over tonight seven times, to be completely honest with you. And it's still a, a two-score game. So there's your moral victory of Christmas. Hello and welcome. My name's Damon Bruce. It's great to have you here. It is the Hughes Orthopedics post-Game and Damon show, and I, I do want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I know it's going to be a tough sell for a lot of Niners fans that there is indeed a Merry Christmas to this evening. Uh, hopefully you had a really good Christmas morning and a good Christmas day. Again, fourth and goal from you know, a, a, a yardage that's going to be a teenager here. What are they, fourth and goal from the, yeah, 18-yard line, and the 49ers need a touchdown right here, or it's going to be knees and good night for Lamar and company. And it is an interception for Sam Darnold thrown at the one-yard line, and that's all she wrote. Darnold's first interception the 49ers' fifth interception of the evening, and everything that pretty much could go wrong did go wrong for them tonight. The Niners are going to be collectively disgusted by this 33-19 defeat at home to the Baltimore Ravens, who came in to this game with the best record in football and leave this game with the best record in football. The 49ers uh, still control their own destiny but things have become more interesting, and the win that a lot of people assumed would be waiting for the Niners at home was not waiting for them tonight. 
And the Niners did not have a good football game. I mean, there's no other way around it. And the turnovers from Brock have completely eliminated him from any MVP discussion because that's just kind of how the world of sports and media work. So you can pretty much kiss that one goodbye. Uh, There is still an awful lot of football season remaining. Uh, There really is. Two games in which you control your own destiny, and if the Niners do that and get that done, they will be the one seed in the NFC, but my goodness, everything just got a little bit more degree of difficulty dialed up due to a fall flat on your face. I mean, seriously, it's it's like a burn-the-tape game for the 49ers. That's how bad that one was. It was a burn-the-tape game. It, I, I don't know what you can really learn. I don't think anybody needs to watch much tape to find out um, you you can't turn the ball over like that. And and Baltimore, look, the, the Ravens came in here and did everything the Ravens want to do as a football team. They won all three phases. Lamar dominated the game in the way that Lamar dominates a game. And I thought one of the bigger plays of the game, and really the only thing that kept the Niners in this game, for a very, very long time was the Ravens having to settle for for field goals. It wasn't a great night in the red zone for the Ravens, uh, but when you score on, I believe, seven consecutive possessions, you're going to be really tough to beat. And third, uh, 23 of 35, 252 yards, two touchdowns in the air for Lamar with another 46 on the ground. He's taken knees. The Ravens are victory formation here. And that is it. It is official. Welcome, everyone. A final is now in the books. There it is. 33-19. The Ravens have spoiled Christmas night for Niner fans, not just in San Francisco or the Bay Area, but all over the world. I mean, the 49ers got just, again, the type of loss that hurts because not only did you definitely get beat, but you know you beat yourself along the way. And I mean, no excuses. There are different degrees of interceptions that Brock Purdy was responsible for this evening, but none of them are excusable when you're playing for the ultimate prize. This league is brutal. This league is hard. This league each and every week is ready to just absolutely clock you with brass knuckles. I don't care how you were playing the week before, what kind of stretch of good weeks you put together. This league is built to humble everyone. Look, I stumbled into a a Twitter incident earlier when I just was trying to make a point about how Patrick Mahomes you know, was able to be the rising tide that lifted all boats in Kansas City's harbor last year. But this year, even though he remains spectacular, the rest of that team around them, there's been a huge market correction to who they really are. And that's why the Kansas City Chiefs struggle offensively in an experiment that a lot of people want to see Brock Purdy run in some alternative timeline. Well, Brock Purdy didn't even need to be on another team. Brock Purdy didn't need to show up in another uniform or be surrounded by less talent to have a god-awful football game. He was bad tonight. You could tell he was out of rhythm a little bit right from the get-go, and and just he never got it back. And, And sort of like a bad harbinger of what might be to come, I thought that One of the hallmarks of that Cleveland game was Brock getting passes batted down at the line of scrimmage. These passes that got batted didn't go down. They went up. 
and it felt like the Ravens came down with all of them. And he threw an interception off George Kittle's shoulder pad, which unfortunately didn't bounce down. It went straight up. And the the worst interception that Brock threw was the very first interception of the night when he was looking to make a play on Debo. Uh, when he was looked, he, I mean, he, he thought he saw the player flash open, but the truth was that Kyle Hamilton just jumped that route and read it the whole way, kind of okey doked Purdy into making the throw, and it was a bad throw. All interceptions are bad. There's no excusing interceptions. There's, you know, there's no, well, it was really the fault of this other guy, a lineman that didn't get the right block down or the, 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 the arm that got hit as it was coming forward. It's all football. And tonight, the 49ers were not the best football team on the football field. Um, you just burn the tape. Like, you can't have only four turnovers. You can't only really, when the game is still in hand, score 10 points. Remember, the 49ers had 12 points for the longest time in this game, and that was with the first points of the game being scored on an interception where Lamar tripped over a a back judge. So, I mean, it was just just a really weird game. And then the Ravens were able to correct weirdness on their side. The 49ers weren't able to correct anything tonight. Not really. That was rough. That was bad. There was no other, there's no other way to say it. Like the good news is, is you can still be the one seed. But the bad news is, is Trent Williams has a groin injury and that can nag. Let's see how Aaron Banks is doing. Brock Purdy caught a stinger. They even said that he could have returned to the game, but... Kyle decided to err on the side of caution in this one and not send Brock back out into a game that even though you're mathematically alive in it, you're not really alive in this football game. You know, you need multiple Christmas miracles for shit to go down the way you need it to go down. And and that didn't happen. Again, welcome to you. It is good to have you here. Uh, I hope you had a great holidays. I hope you had a great time with friends and family. Uh, you did not have a great time watching football if you're a Niner fan. If you're a Ravens fan and you're in here tonight, congratulations. What, what an unbelievably didn't really see that one coming. I thought if the Ravens were going to win, they were going to win kind of maybe more of a tight one. And I did even tell Larry, I thought that the Ravens could absolutely come in here and win this game. John Harbaugh has the kind of just always tougher than you expect, no matter the circumstances. And even with the circumstances, you think favoring the 49ers, this is an 11-win Ravens team that came in here tonight. I mean, there have been a lot of Ravens teams that were easier to underestimate than this one with than this one was coming in. But a lot of people thought that the Niners were going to win handedly. Quite the opposite happened. Quite the opposite happened. Uh, it is good to be here. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Like and subscribe. We are growing this channel. Uh, Memberships are actually available. If you've liked what you've watched over the seasons, you want to support the channel, a membership would be greatly appreciated. But just a subscribe, a like, which certainly doesn't cost a thing. I'm sure the chat room is all over the place. Uh, This is Tamir, who I jump in and I see completely unacceptable game performance. Tamir, there's no reason to argue with you. 
There's no reason to argue with that. You expected more. You have gotten so much more. There was a level of expectation that was so much more than what we've seen out of the Niners tonight. I mean, they were bad. By the way, I'm glad I caught this one. A super chat coming in from Never Daunted. The Harbaugh curse continues. It did feel like that. If I had missed another one, I truly apologize. I had to scroll all the way back up to catch that one just in time. Um, now, now let's let's not rewrite history here. $800,000 is too much for Purdy. I sure hope you're joking because tonight he would, look, it was a bad game, but let's, let's not say that, you know, this was a, a, a quarterback's loss unto itself. It really wasn't. The system sort of broke down. It did. The the whole system, the offensive line got bullied up front by a much more physical, quicker linebackers. I'll tell you, uh, I want to see both these linebacking totals. I, this th- There might have been a, a record set for linebacker tackles tonight in this football game because Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, well, Ro- Roquan had eight, Patrick Queen had seven, uh, yet Dre Greenlaw had 12, Fred Warner had 10. They're just linebackers taking everybody's head in this game off tonight. The 49ers couldn't really get the running game going the way that they like to establish it. Even though McCaffrey eclipsed the 100-yard mark, it never really popped the way that it helped them sustain or establish drives. If the argument was, hey, one of the three MVPs is on the field tonight, and it's Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey at the end of this game is definitely outranking Brock Purdy, but nobody's outranking Lamar. Lamar Jackson after tonight. Okay? Nobody is outranking Lamar Jackson in my personal MVP conversation because he kind of one man armied this team. It was a bad, bad game. A bad game. And if you are a Brock Purdy critic, if you want to just dig your knife in and tear it all apart, you're going to get. Uh, an awful lot of ammunition in order to do that out of this one tonight. But oh my goodness, that was uh, that was bad. That was bad. And look, somebody says, bro, best take it on the chin tonight. Seriously, they will benefit in the long run. I mean, I hope you're right. I didn't think that the 49ers needed the like vision quest. By the way, Stacy, I actually made this note. How about them corgis? The Corgis running might have been one of the best moments of the entire game, with the exception of Debo Samuel getting a anyone else on earth is depleted in that moment hit, and Debo ran right through it for like a six-yard game. I, I, that, that might have been the highlight of the night for the 49ers. Uh, Debo Samuel surviving a hit from Marlon Humphreys, and it, anyone else is getting medevaced out of that hit. Anyone else is getting medevaced out of there. Debo turned that into a six-yard gain. So you had the Corgis and Debo running through a manly stick, and that was pretty much your highlight reel. You know, a learning lesson for Brock. Bullpup 33, I think you're right, but I also think that he knew... He knew it's never good to throw four interceptions. I don't think he learned that tonight. It was just proven. 
absolutely proven beyond the shadow of the doubt, you never want to throw three first-half interceptions. Take a note, up-and-coming quarterbacks. And then you never, ever want to throw a fourth interception. You never want to throw nearly a fifth interception. You never want to throw what could have been a sixth or seventh interception. Woo! That was not good. Again, a lot of people, you're going to see the critics, you're going to see the trolls come out. Brock fraud. I don't think there's much fraudulent about Brock Purdy. You know, we've seen... And you, you, you've seen Patrick Mahomes have bad days. You've seen Josh Allen have bad days. You've seen Jalen Hurts have bad days. You see most of the days go wrong for the Chargers. Rarely is that Justin Herbert's singular fault, but he has bad days. Tua's had bad days. There's no such thing as the quarterback who goes through the entire year without a bad day. But that was a bad day, for sure. For sure. For sure. Thank you, Damon, for hanging in there with us tonight. I need some counseling. Well, Jason, thank you for being here, first of all. You could be just about anywhere on a Christmas night, but you choose to be here. And look, I know that for... You know, around Christmas time, a lot of people get depressed. If you're a Niner fan and you were kind of depressed anyways, this game didn't certainly knock you out of that. Welcome. It's good to have you here. Uh, I, I I hope we can cheer you up a little. I'm trying to find some decent you know, things to talk about, but there really weren't many. The only thing that is decent about this game is the season that you had coming into it and the season that can still be had coming out of it. But the 49ers got licked tonight. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. They got mollywopped, and they were their own worst enemy. They were their own worst enemy. Damon, how much is a membership? Less than most people give for a super chat, to be totally honest with you, and certainly less than a cup of coffee. So if, again, you want to support the, the, the channel, you can drop a super chat, you can drop a membership, but if the very least you would like to do is drop a like, I'd be certainly thankful you did that. Um, you know, Thomas is going right into the no way this team wins the Super Bowl. I mean, there could be a way that this team wins the Super Bowl. I, I, they've played way too much good football to let a bad evening of football completely erase what has happened. But the Baltimore Ravens were, were better. And much better today. Any team can be better than just about any team in football on any given day. But tonight, yeah, I mean, Mike, uh, there's no arguing with you. Or the Milwaukee sniper, is that what I'm looking at here? Milwaukee sniper? Uh, he looked like the last pick in the draft. Yeah, today was bad. Today was bad. Never daunted, said, can we talk about how Debo seemed distracted in spots. I mean, he survived a decleater. I got I got no problems with really Debo tonight. Uh, passes were thrown behind Debo tonight. I got a problem with the offensive line tonight. I got a problem with uh, you know a couple of a couple of mistakes. But I mean, here the funny thing is, is the defense didn't even play that bad of a game. They just couldn't get off the damn field. Just absolutely could not get off the damn field, and it was a ton of field goals 
that you know they did the Ravens had good field position all night long. We knew that the Ravens were going to have a better special teams tonight. And man, Ronnie Bell almost gave one back. You had Debo slipping on a kick return. Uh, you had, uh, well, Nick Moody hit his field goal. That's good. Uh, but look, when Justin Tucker is basically on his side of the 50, you're going to be that, that that's going through. So that was automatic. Um, we'll see. We'll see how this, we'll, we'll see how the 49ers come out of this with Aaron Banks and Trent Williams being huge questions in any sort of post game or between now and the next game press conference, what is going on? Uh, True Blue Forever says Aaron Banks is still out there on the field doing interviews in the background. I guess that is good. You know, if he were really hurt, he wouldn't be out there giving interviews. But again, no reason to make any excuse out there. There's no excuses to be made. Niners got beat by a team that tonight was the better football team for sure and now has the best record in all of football. And even with everything going as bad as humanly possible, it looked like the Niners could have almost made that still a game at the very end with everything going as, as miserable as possible. Most teams throw four interceptions with their starting quarterback, five for the entire game. Uh, you are, you're in a whole lot more trouble. A whole lot more trouble than the Niners were actually in at one point in this game when they should have been down by more than the, the amount of points that they were down. They should have been buried in this game. This game should have been O-V-E-R at halftime. Instead, it was over more in the middle of the third quarter. That's how, that, that might even be generous, right? Anyways, Mike Baker, thank you very much. Still love my Niners. Still support Purdy. Look, uh, uh, again, silver lining. It's going to feel only like words. If you want to make fun of me for saying it, you go right ahead. I thought that as Brock Purdy is throwing his third, now his fourth interception, notice he wasn't taken out of the game. There's not a lot of coaches who will let a young quarterback even go back out there after throwing a third or fourth interception. That's normally thanks for the night. We're going to go to the backup. It's just, it ain't going to be your night. But the fact that Kyle stuck with Brock says, you know, if it doesn't say something about Brock, it certainly says something about what Kyle thinks of Brock's confidence, confidence in himself. His confidence not going to get rattled with all these interceptions. Um, Again, are we searching for things to say? Yeah, I guess you have to after a game like that, right? But I do think that there is something that I didn't lose much faith in Brock to be the answer to this game, even as he was throwing those interceptions, and there should have been a few more. He was bad. He was off tonight. Jason, you didn't say much there, but thanks for the super chat. I really appreciate it. Half dead. Bullied. Punked, embarrassed at home. This team is not winning a Super Bowl. I'll tell you this. No one won a Super Bowl tonight because they didn't play it tonight. You didn't win. You didn't win the Super Bowl tonight. You didn't lose a Super Bowl tonight either. As a matter of fact, the best way to win a Super Bowl is to start the playoffs with the possibility of being the one seed. And that is still out there for the 49ers. They win their next two games they get a bye game before their first playoff game. I mean, that still happens. But now the pressure to win the next two games or find themselves on the road at some point is real. 
You know, this would have been one of those, all right, you can take the pressure valve off a little bit going to uh, Washington, which is a game I think everyone expects the Niners to win. The Rams are coming on pretty hot right now, and the Baltimore Ravens have the best record in football. The final three games of the year for the 49ers are a little bit more difficult than the final three games of the year that, you know, than the Eagles have. They get to play the Giants twice, beat them. You know, I don't want to say barely, but that was not a dominant Eagles win earlier. You know, we saw the Chiefs lose. The Lions aren't, you know, dead yet. Not even close, as a matter of fact. They won their, divi- their, their division for the first time in 30 years. So there's a lot that can still happen. And the AFC is pretty damn good. And the Dolphins are pretty damn good. Skills. I remember that time on Christmas 2023, the entire 49ers squad stunk, got hurt, got stomped by Baltimore, but recovered by the time to win their sixth Super Bowl. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Damon, lay off the drinks. I have not had one. Not a single drink today. I swear. I just this is water. I might, I got a I got a bottle of whiskey right there. I might take a shot before this damn night is over. I'll tell you one of the biggest surprises in this game. One of the biggest surprises in this game to me was that Jason Verrett was actually like out there on the field. Uh, They just called him up from the practice squad. Uh, He just joined the team like two weeks ago. I didn't think we would see him forced into action unless there were problems in the depth chart there. I didn't know that anybody in the secondary got hurt to the point where Jason Verrett now had to get in there. But he got beat uh, by Nelson Aguilar, who put the brakes on him in the end zone, turned him around and came back and had a you're in trouble now. Touchdown for the Ravens. Who scored two touchdowns in 18 seconds, for goodness sakes. Boxing Day blowout for Aussie fans. December 26th is Boxing Day here. No picnic, even my team. And look it, you had Wishnowski even get hit with a uh, roughing, uh, out-of-bounds late hit, for goodness sakes. So again, the 49ers. The 49ers is just, they, they lost all three phases of a football game. You're going to lose an awful lot of football games when you lose offensively, defensively, and on special teams. And tip your cap to John Harbaugh, who I think is among the most underappreciated coaches in professional sports. You know, this week earlier, I asked who who is more underappreciated. Is it Jim Harbaugh or or Mike Tomlin? Because you can sit around and talk about great coaches all God damn day long, and neither one of their names really comes up, and all they do is consistently win with no matter what hand they've got dealt to them. You know, either through their own decisions, the just who who gets hurt. They continue to win and they play sound and fundamental football. Tonight, You know, the 49ers, the hallmark of their season has been how consistently good they've operated. And tonight, they didn't look anything like the team that you'd seen. Dennis says, I want to congratulate Lamar on becoming the MVP tonight. He might have. 
When his legs got going, that's when this game really was taken over. What was that, a third and 19 he was looking at? And his legs picked that up. I felt that that was a a big play in the game that had the 49ers feel like, yeah, we got Lamar contained a bit right up until, you know, that play. And then they started worrying about him running. And then they got caught in that in-between where they didn't know how to really go after him and defend the pass at the same time. So it created this space for Lamar to start operating in. I thought that his threat of I'm about to run with this ball opened up that pass to, to, uh, to his running back, Gus, uh, 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 Gus Edwards, I almost called him Gus Johnson, uh, Gus Edwards. Uh, it looked like Lamar was threatened with his legs and that's when he had his big pass to Edwards there. Uh, so Lamar just became a threat and he might've, he, he might've become the MVP of this league tonight. I certainly couldn't take it away from him in a, all I do know is in a game that even I hyped up as one of the three leading MVP candidates in this league is on this field tonight. He, he, he finishes this game. I don't know if he was number one going in, but I think he's number one coming out of it with Christian McCaffrey being two. And that was bad enough from Brock to where, you know, third was nice. You know, he's lucky to even still be considered. That was how bad that was. Tamir says, Damon, why did the interceptions happen? Was it nerve or offensive line? Well, let's go through them, right? The first one was a really, really bad throw. No no window dressing it at all. Bad throw. The second one was a great play by a blitzing corner, and you got to give the other team a little credit too there. The third one was a little bit on Kittle. It bounced off Kittle. It's a it's a pass that Kittle caught several times in that game, it seemed. Uh, Kittle had a really good first quarter. You thought, ooh, this is going to be a Purdy Kittle kind of game. And then that unraveled. The fourth one, his arm got hit by Travis Jones. That was on the Patrick Queen interception. But, you know, there's no making excuses. Those are four interceptions. But the criminality of it being completely on the quarterback is 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 not something that I'm going to put on him except for that really first one. By the way, the master builders says the game is over, stop crying. Could somebody actually explain to him what a post game show is? It's it's not a place to cry, but it's a place to talk about what we all just saw and that game uh its body isn't even like 25 minutes old. The game just ended, Masters Builder. So there's no crying to be done here. This is a post-game show. Thank you. My name's Damon Bruce. You must be new here. Hit like, hit subscribe. You probably won't. But if the rest of you would, to make up for Master Builder, who is a uh, unsatisfied customer. But at least we're charging you nothing. So again, do appreciate you supporting the channel with memberships. Certainly appreciate it when you, uh, if you're in the Bay Area and you want to support the guys that are supporting me, you support my sponsors. And I want to tell you that I got a, I was down on all fours playing with my kids on Christmas morning because my knee isn't bone on bone, massive arthritis pain. I avoided uh, knee surgery with Dr. Paul Hughes, who got me the cellular replacement treatment that Kobe Bryant got done on his knees years ago. 
My, my knees feel incredible. I'm a 48-year-old man with a 28-year-old knee all of a sudden. Thanks to Dr. Paul Hughes. If you're in the Bay Area, uh, his offices are San Mateo. All the contact information is on the crawl right now. I'm going to leave that up there for a little while so you can get all the Dr. Paul Hughes information that you need if you're just listening on the podcast. Go to orthopedicsurgeries.com to learn about and contact Dr. Paul Hughes to see how you could avoid an orthopedic surgery. You'll be glad that you did. You know, the loss sucks, but it's still a humbling loss. Uh, th that's it. That's, you know, you know, you know what your Christmas dessert was? A huge slice of humble pie. Huge slice of humble pie. Now, if you want to get into nitty gritty, SF says, we are winning no Super Bowl with that offensive line made of cheese. Purdy had no time. Purdy was in trouble, and he, uh, Sam Darnold, was in trouble tonight. And the Ravens bullied, bullied along that line. Kevin Murray, no bully. He's a lover. Love you too, Kevin. Thank you very much for the super chat. Jingling, that goes straight into the ganja jar. I thank you very, very much. Uh, but look, it was it was a night to where they're just, you know, sometimes on a football field, you got your ass kicked. That's what I'm saying. It's a burn the tape loss for the Niners. You can just burn that tape. There's nothing to be learned or inferred. I mean, at one point in the game, you had Brock Purdy on fourth and 11 flipping the ball over his shoulder. That's that's as close as he could come to getting a playoff in that situation. He had no protection. Um, even in a game where Brock Purdy had no protection, it's amazing that he was only sacked twice. It felt like he was sacked more than that. But that wasn't good. That wasn't good. Again, there are, uh, there are very few things that you can take away from that game. The Ravens scored on seven drives. A lot of them field goals. A lot of them field goals. I mean, and that's like where the good news ends. The good news ends is, you know, you held the Ravens to a lot of field goals and you still lost. And in a game where you should have been down by 40 points, instead of losing by 40 points, uh, they're, they're, you know, it's 33-19. There you go. You didn't lose by 40 points. Merry Christmas, Niners fans. That's about as good as I got for you. Sorry. Jason, the AFC is pretty damn good. Go Niners. Thank you very much, Jason. Appreciate that. Merry Christmas. Um, everything the Niners want out of this year could still be there, but that offensive line, that was a bit shaky. No doubt about it. Uh, Brock is definitely a system quarterback. Ahmad Z, well, the system didn't work tonight. You know, the system includes you getting protection, you having guys catch passes, Having your offensive line create some throwing lanes, or at least seeing them, or getting through them, or not having a, 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 you know everyone backing up into your own lap when you're trying to step into throws. The system didn't work well tonight, and Brock Purdy, look, he'll be the first to tell you he sucked. He sucked tonight. He, he put some lollipops up there. wasn't good. I'm not going to make excuses. I mean, here's the thing. 
if we think Brock Purdy is as good as we thought he was before this game kicks off, that's a guy you don't need to make excuses for. Sometimes you play like shit. He played like shit tonight. The Niners did not play well. Full stop. Ding dong. There it is. There it is. If a Ravens fan calls you tomorrow and says, you know what, man? We kicked your ass last night. You say, yeah, you did. You really did. That was not good. But I don't know if it's a referendum on Brock Purdy can or cannot play. I think he can. And to the point that most quarterbacks get pulled after a third interception, that guy was allowed to throw four, and I don't think he's really going to come out of that game, but for the fact he had to leave it with a stinger. I mean, I think Kyle saw everything going wrong there, and he still left them in, which says something about the trust that he has in that guy to eventually get it right or not lose confidence in himself. A system quarterback would have crumbled from a uh, just, I, I don't believe I, I can get it done out here when everything's going wrong around me. I didn't get that vibe off of Brock. I really didn't. Am I making excuses? Maybe maybe I am. But I still think Brock Purdy's a really fucking good quarterback. Period. I do. Bad game tonight. I watch a lot of good quarterbacks have really bad games this year. And you have too. And if it can apply to Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and, you know, every quarterback in this league can have a bad game. And tonight, Brock had three of them. He did. He did. Brock Purdy, all, all of the mistakes that he avoided somehow, basically, since the bye week to tonight. He's thrown a couple of picks, but, you know, all the, the cataclysmic, that was just awful. He's avoided all of that since the bye week. And tonight it came roaring, roaring in. We're not looking at Jimmy Garoppolo. We're not. We're not looking at Jimmy Garoppolo. We're not looking at a less than isn't right. Immediately got to look for someone better than him. I don't think that that's what we're talking about here. I think the offensive line got bullied. The defense just could not make the play that got the punting unit out on the field. Lamar started scaring them with their legs and he got Lamar Jackson played exactly like Lamar Jackson does 252 passing yards, two touchdowns with 45 rushing yards. He led the team in rushing as well. He's an MVP guy. And, you know, did Kyle Shanahan lose this game? Yup. And Jim Harbaugh is an elite coach and he beats a lot of good coaches. Maybe it was Christmas food. Gold Tau says, we are frauds. Or the one seed could still go either way, right? You, you could be the one seed or you could be totally fraudulent. There you go. So all of that is possible. How about this? You're either going to win the Super Bowl or you won't. I mean, that's the way the season ends, right?
Games are not connected. Playing like this tonight doesn't mean you're going to play poorly in Washington or poorly against the Rams or poorly in the first guaranteed to be at home playoff game that you face. None of that is connected to what those opportunities will represent. Tonight was an opportunity that represented a chance to beat a really good football team. The Niners did not take advantage of that chance. As a matter of fact, what makes it really frustrating is you know that when they play well, that they can fucking beat anybody, but they didn't play well tonight, and they helped a very good team beat them. And if you help a team as good as the Ravens win a game, the Ravens are going to win that game. That's who the Baltimore Ravens are. The Ravens have been capitalizing on one or two mistakes made in every single game all year long to have the record that they have. And the 49ers handed them four starting quarterback interceptions, and when the backup was in, he throws one at the goal line as well. So there you go. You know, if the Ravens only need a little crack to get through the door, the 49ers kicked it wide open for them tonight. They turned the ball over five fucking times. We are week 15 champions. Well, here's the thing. They're going to be playing football next week as well. So maybe you'll be champions that week too. It's really only that, what, second week, third week of February, whenever the Super Bowl is. That's that's the only time anyone's going to be a champion for real. Uh, Chef Craig's 360. Jingle jangle, oi, oi, oi. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Maximum. I shouldn't have even hit that button. That was the wrong button. The 49ers did not achieve maximum football. The Ravens did. Ravens got maximum football. I was going to give you a... Oi, oi, oi! Oi, oi, So, Sam, the new starter? No. No. There is not a quarterback controversy in San Francisco. I can promise you that. Turn off the MVP chatter. Yes, the MVP chatter has probably been put to bed unless Brock is just, you know, galactic in his final eight quarters of the year. Uh, Nick Wright told us. Yeah, Nick Wright also told you that the Warriors didn't have a very good basketball team when they, you know, would consistently beat LeBron in the NBA Finals. So Nick wasn't right about that. And I don't think that he's right about his Brock Purdy can't play anywhere else in football. He's lucky to be where he is. I mean, if it was just, if all you had to do was be under center to be a successful 49ers quarterback, what happened to Jimmy Garoppolo? What happened to Trey Lance? What happened to C.J. Beathard? What happened to Nick Mullins? What happened to those guys? What happened to them? How come they aren't everyone's favorite quarterback to tell you, you know, that oh, he's just a system quarterback because they couldn't even hack it in this system, surrounded by very similar talent, almost all the guys that you're talking about right now. So, again, I knew, absolutely knew that this was going to be a referendum, a full on referendum. Um, on, uh, on on Brock Purdy. I knew it. I knew it would be. It's not. There's no doubt in Kyle Shanahan's mind that he's got a quarterback he thinks he can win big with. This is Mr. Norm McDonald. Rest in peace, Norm McDonald. God, 
That guy was great. Damon, can you honestly say the Niners can win the chip after that ass whooping? Yeah, absolutely. I, I can honestly say that the 49ers remain in the small handful of teams that can really win a Super Bowl this year. It's a small handful of teams, and they are in that handful of teams as long as they get Trent Williams and Aaron Banks back. Again, who's going to be healthy? Who is going to be healthy? At the end of this year, the healthiest team will have among the best chances to win the Super Bowl, but it still won't guarantee anything. Damon, why was the running game not working for us? Well, I mean, the Niners ran for more than the Baltimore Ravens did. They ran for 121 yards on 18 carries. I mean, it wasn't an awesome Night on the ground, but it was a better night than the opponent had. But again, nothing about that game feels good. Dayton, Dayton Studios says, expose your butt. Oh, look, look, the 49ers' asses are hanging out for the whole world to take a whack at tonight. There's no doubt. If you hate the San Francisco 49ers... You just had one of the best Christmas nights you're ever going to have. And there's a lot of people that hate the Niners. That's what comes with being a legendary franchise. It comes with the territory. So the Knives are going to be out. Um, The hot takes are going to be flying all week long. We know that. We guaranteed that, right? Uh, But the truth is, even had the Niners won tonight, a win over the Baltimore Ravens. A 33-19 win over the Baltimore Ravens doesn't mean that the Niners were about to go and win the Super Bowl. It's just not how this league works. What you did today is forgotten tomorrow. It's hard to connect two good halves of football together, much less a week of football against this opponent and connect it directly to a week of football against another opponent. Every single one of these weeks happens within the vacuum that it happens in, and you just hope to be the better team should you find yourself in the game that matters the most. You know, you're in the Super Bowl. Congratulations. Well, just because you're in the Super Bowl doesn't mean that you can't get absolutely skinned alive in this puppy too. You know, you're good enough to be in a Super Bowl, but you're still absolutely eligible to be embarrassed for the game that you prepare harder to win than any other game that you'll ever prepare hard to win for in your life. It's how this league works. It is savage out there. It is savage out there. The 49ers won five in a row. They looked great at the beginning of the year. Then they lost three in a row, and everyone started doubting them. Then they had the bye week. Then they come back. They went five in a row, and then six in a row, right? And then tonight is, what are you telling me? Everything that I've seen up to this point, everything that has included Brock Purdy legitimately not being forced into an MVP conversation, but but really earning his way into that conversation. With Christian McCaffrey being a legitimate MVP, with Debo even trucking through decleating hits tonight, Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw murdering motherfuckers out there. Like it was just a game where they turned the ball over four times. If they don't do that, they probably win, right? 
What if I told you Brock Purdy threw no interceptions tonight? Do you think that might have made up the final difference in the game? It was bad. Bad to turn the ball over four times with your starting quarterback, five times in total. Again, I'm not on to anything that you didn't already know. Well, why did they have all those turnovers? Is Brock just a mental midget and crumbling in front of our eyes? No, it's a lot, a lot of goofy football shit happened. That's what happens. He's still a really good quarterback, having a really good season. But he didn't have a good night. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you very much. we got nearly 600 people in the room. There'll be a few thousand people in here throughout the evening. I thank you for being here on your way in or way out, hitting the like button. That helps the business uh, of the algorithm pick this thing up and, and, and pass it around. Uh, we have memberships now available. Should you be interested, super chats are certainly welcome on a Christmas Eve. You're feeling generous. We'll be more than happy to, to, to welcome your support. But again, just a like, hit subscribe, hit notify. That'll tickle my fancy as well. Let's see, what do we got here? 14,932 subscribers. That's great. We'll be at 15,000 at some point next week. And I thank you all very much for it. Thank you for supporting what we're doing over here. It means a lot. We're trying to actually talk about football, not be uh, pearl-clutching, worry warts. You still got a really good defense. You still got a really good running back. You still got an offensive line that run blocks pretty darn well. They did not pass block particularly well tonight. They suffered because of it. Jason says, Damon, is it better to get this out of their system now than get obliterated in the playoffs? Hey, nothing that they did tonight is going to prevent you from getting obliterated in the playoffs if that's the way that game goes. Again, they're not connected. Never daunted. I have to travel home to Maryland tomorrow. I can't think of a greater punishment. Oh, man. Yeah, dude, they're going to be they're going to be clapping Old Bay in your face like LeBron at the scorer's table. It's going to be rough going to be rough. And Chef Craig's, thank you very much. You got a fist bump going on. A little super sticker is what the man bought. Got to like when a man buys a super sticker. I appreciate that. Golden State Lakota said, Damon, he tried to come back in. You're just talking out your ass. No, I don't think Kyle wanted him back in there. I think Kyle looked at the state of his offensive line and said, I'm not sending my starting quarterback back out into a game where he's already thrown four interceptions. He's off the field. It's at the end of the night. This night's probably not going to go our direction. So this is why you have a backup quarterback. And that's, that's why I think we saw Sam Darnold in that game. And I'll actually tell you, other than the interception, right? <laughs> Other than that pesky interception, I thought Sam Darnold actually played well for moments, right? Completed a few passes anyways. 
So you got that going for you. Sam Darnold completed a few passes. Oh, look at my man right here. Completing a super chat. $2 in the ganja jar. Thank you very, very much. I mean, the Ravens. The Ravens got themselves a real shot to have the best record in all of football. The number one seed for themselves. What, they got the Miami Dolphins next week, where they basically are going to decide that. A lot of people, again, a lot of people sharpening the knives. We got pretenders, brand new. Embarrassing, Mike Bush. Mike continues, pretenders, he gets on it too. If you want to be angry at the Niners, you've got every right to be. They played like shit tonight. They played terribly. They ter- they played terribly. <laughs> you can't, you, there's just no reason to excuse it. It's as bad of a game as you're going to see from them all year. They showed it to you at home against another team that's really good. So you want to lose all your faith in humanity. You want to say Trent Williams. How about this? Have faith in Trent Williams' groin. Because if that's not right, then yeah, your whole season's in a whole heap of trouble. Whole heap of trouble right now. If an offensive line, which comes with a good luck with that at times element to its play, uh, if they lose their best offensive lineman, they're in trouble. No doubt about that. So Trent and Aaron Banks are hopefully all right. They did come out throwing the ball pretty aggressively. Uh, We didn't get a touch uh, for Christian McCaffrey until, what, the second series? His very first touch of the night when he had a 14-yard gain around that left side. Again, McCaffrey's a total stud. But even if, the, look at it this way, if the Niners had won this game tonight with McCaffrey getting 45 touches, everyone would be complaining, well, you can't give a guy that many touches. Well, that, well, that could, there's always something to worry about. There's always something to worry about. And tonight the Niners just gave, gave you enough to worry about. You can let your imagination run wild. Joe Young, ugly night, Damon, pretty bad, but you learn what you can from it and you move the hell on. Pretty doubters enjoy wasting your time. He's the guy, period. Yeah, there, there are a lot of really good quarterbacks who've had bad games this year. Brock Purdy's had a couple of them. He's also had kind of games that have just been so spectacular that there shouldn't be a full-on, well, I totally believed in him the other day, but now's a day where he played so bad that I'll never believe in him again. All right. You know, if you think that you you learned everything you need to know about Brock Purdy tonight as a 49er fan, I guess there's no reason to watch the remainder of the season. You know, just pick up a sports page in the middle of February and see who won the Super Bowl because there's no way it's going to be the Niners. So just don't even bother watching anymore. Again, someone says stop being delusional. ESG, I don't, I don't think we're having a, a show full of delusion and hope and pretending and excuse-making here. I don't think anyone's being delusional. This game was terrible. 
It doesn't mean the Niners are now terrible. But if Trent Williams can't come back, it could mean the Niners are drifting into the lane of not good enough. They remain in the lane of good enough until further notice. And we'll get some of that notice based on the injury report, the way it looks going forward. Again, we're almost an hour in. Post game and Damon brought to you by Hughes Orthopedics. My knee feels younger than I do, that's for sure. I'd cellular replacement therapy by Dr. Paul Hughes. And if you are interested in such a thing, even learning about it, go to orthopedicsurgeries.com and that may be your best and easiest way to avoid an orthopedic surgery. It was a rough day for Bay Area sports, man. The Warriors got no shot to win in Denver based on the amount of free throws that were given to Nikola Jokic and how many weren't given to Steph Curry. Not complaining about the referees there, though. Not complaining about the referees here. You know, they also played poorly enough to lose those games. Wiggins, Clay, foul trouble for Trace, too much Kevon Looney. You know, sometimes you lose. Niners lost, no doubt about it. Warriors lost, no doubt about that. From one grown-up to another, says Jorge Luis Stoletto. Sotelo. Jorge Luis Sotelo. Thank you, Jorge, for a very generous super chat. Coming in with a 20 spot. Thank you, brother. Uh, from one grown up to another, I've been a fan of this team down here in Miami since 1982. I seem to remember Steve Young team lose 40 to eight at home against the Eagles and then go on to win the Super Bowl. Truly appreciate your insights. Again, as bad as you are today, doesn't mean you're going to be that good or that bad tomorrow. I mean, didn't the Raiders, I mean, if you have to learn your lesson from the Raiders Shame on you. But the Raiders were getting shut out at home, three to nothing, and then they put up 60 points the next week plus, and then they roll into Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs. When you watched them lose three nothing at home, did you think, yeah, they're about to win their next two games in impressive fashion? No. <laughs> you know, Aiden O'Connell didn't complete a pass after the first quarter, and they still won. Football is weird. And what really sucks is, as weird as this game got, I don't think the Ravens made it as weird for the Niners as the Niners kind of made it on themselves. They made mistakes. They stepped on their own dicks all over this field tonight. They really did. They really did. Yeah, I, I even made the note, if the 49ers, this was, at th this was at three interceptions, there would be five before the end of the night, but I made this, if the 49ers survive a three interception half against a team as good as the Ravens, like there's nothing that they can't do, but not even they are good enough to survive that amount of stepping on your own dick. You just can't. It would be hard to survive that against the Carolina Panthers, much less the Baltimore Ravens. It's a burn-the-tape game. What are you going to learn? Don't throw that many interceptions in the first half. And then don't let another team score uh, 14 points on you in like 18 seconds. Don't let that happen. Again, the game had it all. 
It even had a corgi race that got physical. Uh, it had a safety for the first score of the night. You don't see that very often. You had three first-half interceptions from Brock Purdy. You had some flags that were, you know, rightfully called, but were so far away from the play that you could have also swallowed that flag. And that went against both teams. Uh, you had two touchdowns in 18 seconds. You got Brock Purdy nearly throwing his fourth, then nearly throwing his fifth interception before he leaves the game with the stinger. And then the fifth interception for the 49ers is thrown by Sam Darnold. The 49ers, you can tell how out of whack they were. They got hit with an illegal formation. Like, that's that's how bad things were. Kyle Shanahan never gets illegal formations. They got an illegal formation tonight. You know, the whole team, maybe they were seeing ghosts. You had uh, Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman talking about ghosts and how Brock starts seeing other jerseys out there. I still didn't lose confidence in him, and I don't think Kyle did either. Again, he was allowed to survive three interceptions. And we all know what a quick trigger Kyle has on his quarterbacks and how quickly he starts looking for the other girl on the dance floor. Even though he seems like he's really enjoying the dance with this gal right here, he's always got his eye out for another prettier, better dancer. He didn't start looking over at Sam Darnold like maybe this guy can fix what's ailing us tonight. He didn't think that. It wasn't until Purdy got hurt that Darnold came in. Again, welcome to you. My name's Damon Bruce. I hosted the 49er pre- and post-game show for about a dozen years. Uh, been on the radio for almost 20. Uh, radio can't afford anybody anymore, so I'm over here now. It's great to be here with you. It's good to be with you here this Christmas. If you're a depressed 49er fan, I really hope that we'd be having one of those, hey, fun post-game shows. It's not. We could all use a little drink. I think it's officially time for a drink. Ready for a little, you ready for a little sip? Niner fans, cheers. This is for you. Merry Christmas. It was ugly. Mmm. It's good stuff. Good stuff. I love losing. It makes us way better. Well, I mean, there's, there's one way to look at it. <laughs> I would have much preferred winning. I think Kyle would have too. But this was not, this was not, uh, this was not a game where there's much to teach. Guys, let's not turn the ball over five fucking times. Break. I mean, what's 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 a post-game breakdown supposed to sound like? I mean, Kyle can teach from anything. He can teach from anything. And I guess there will be some teaching tape out there, but uh, there are certain times where you're deep and late enough into a year where you just you just say, all right, that was bad. We're on to Cincinnati. In this case, you're on to the commanders. You're on to Washington. 